Hi, welcome to Pass the Brain Cell, a podcast where five idiots pass their collective brain cell and explain our weird media fixations to each other. My name is Remy, I use they them pronouns, and I did community theater for six years, which tells you pretty much everything you need to know about me. My name is Kyla, Uh, my pronouns are she, her, sometimes they, them, you know, whatever you want, and I piss myself playing (laughs) skee-ball. Uh, I'll go next. Um, hi, I'm Adriana. My pronouns are she, her, and what the frick was I gonna say? Uh, <laughs> you didn't learn how to tie your shoes. Oh, I don't know how to tie my shoes. Well, I mean, I do know how to tie my shoes. I didn't learn them until I was 12. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is a disaster. Do you want to try again? Nah, keep it okay, cool. I'll keep it in. <laughs> we'll keep this raw. Hi, I'm Lucy. Uh, my pronouns are she, her, and I am a cyborg. Nice. <laughs> nice. So true, bestie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Kaylin. My pronouns are she, her, and I'm the straight one here. <laughs> wow. Ew. Kaylin, Kaylin sounds so, so much hotter than the rest of us. <laughs> She is. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm so proud of you for coming out today. Yeah. It must have been so hard. Okay, Adriana, are you ready to spin the wheel? Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, guys. Uh, so, in for fairness for everyone, we are going to go all random in order of whatever the wheel says. So, yeah. I, um, I just put ours in alphabetical order, and then I'm going to spin... Uh, now, so whoever okay. gets picked goes first. <laughs> Our fate belongs hey, to this wheel. Hey, Kaylin, um. guess, uh, <laughs> guess, uh, guess what? It's you first. You're lying. No, I'm not, I swear. I, I'll screen record right now. Literally? You don't. Okay, so, um, I'm God's least favorite. Wait, okay, Anyways. before we get into it, do we need to explain, like, slightly further what this podcast is? Sure, yeah. I, I, I mean, I guess for the idiots out there who don't understand what a podcast is. Um, Remy, Remy, we're the idiots here. We're the idiots here. Okay. You're touching the brain cell. Let me know if I'm missing anything here. But the the point of this podcast is, um, for, first of all, we think we're funny and cool. So we're recording ourselves That's pretty talking. much it. Um, but we are also five friends uh, from pretty different backgrounds and pretty different experiences who have different really media obsessions and different media blind spots uh, in our lives and so we're hoping to become closer as friends and better as people by filling in these gaps for each other uh, and also by better as people for sure it's yeah, mostly it's sure. mostly like for us to try to improve like karmically <laughs> Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> it's about us being better than other people. But yeah, I think the also the important thing is that we're ex- we're passing the brain cell. So when when someone yes. has a brain cell like Kaylin, uh, yes. you get to explain something <laughs> that the rest of us probably do not know anything about, and yeah. that's very fun. All cool. right then. Um, All right. <laughs> All right, uh, Kaylin, are you ready? <laughs> What do you what do you have for us today? Okay, so today I will be telling you guys about the brief 
but legendary Twitter feud between supernatural actor Jared Padalecki oh my and God. Justin Bieber. I'm oh so no! Oh, I, have, this sounds... I have no idea that this happened. Yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, you you guys are in for a treat today. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so our story opens in January 2014. <laughs> At this point in time, Justin Bieber's friend Lil Zaw has been arrested for drug possession at Justin Bieber's house. <laughs> little little Zaw. Lil Za. What's like, uh, like, that's like what pizza? I always order at Domino's. I <laughs> didn't do little... that much research. What, uh, do you know? Well, I always you... personally order a large Za. <laughs> do you know what drug he was in possession of? Well, I'm going to get there. I just thought oh, that sorry. you guys would have some things to say about Lil Za. Spoilers. <laughs> you were right. <laughs> you know it I so know. well. You're so smart. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so initially police believe he's in possession of cocaine, but they later find out it was ecstasy. And that's basically all the background that you need to understand. (laughs) Wow, I didn't know you could get arrested for being cool. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Sorry that Lil Zaw's not a virgin U.S. police force. So naturally, Jared Padalecki decides that he needs to speak out on this issue. He needs to weigh in on the subject. And he tweets the following. Of course. Hey, at Justin Bieber, how much are you paying your friend for pretending that it was his cocaine and taking the fall for you? Oh, my God. Oh, frick. Holy shit. (laughs) Why the frick would he say that? (laughs) Why did he just fucking snipe him like that? I I like the idea that fans of, like, Supernatural were, like, I can't believe that Jared Padalecki has been silent on this issue, and Jared Padalecki's like, I, I have to make a statement. Will <laughs> Zaw got arrested. I have to. I, I have to say I something. I have to condemn this, or they're gonna think I support it. <laughs> they're gonna think I support Zaw. He kind of does support Zaw in this tweet. He's kind of on his oh, yeah. side. Like he's claiming he was paid by Justin oh, Bieber true, true, to true. pretend it was his cocaine, which is actually <laughs> ecstasy. So I think Jared should have corrected that. To be yeah. As the story progressed, Jared seems ill-informed. Yeah, he kind of is, honestly. <laughs> so thus far, I've been referring to this as a feud, which is kind of misleading because this is completely one-sided. Justin Bieber God never responded it. to him. You, you, tr- you tricked us! You that's joker so, tricked that's us! That's even funnier. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Jared Padalecki, though, he did continue to speak on the subject in some uh, subsequent interviews and make fun of the young girls who were pissed off at him on Twitter. As, as supernatural he actors not let do. it go. <laughs> Yeah, every supernatural actor has to have a one-sided feud with Justin Bieber at least once. No, if there's anything that supernatural actors love, it's um, it's making fun of little girls. <laughs> oh, you're fucking right about that. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. He makes fun of Justin Bieber's fans for being little girls, and I'm like, who's your fan base? Men. Haven't you seen Te- Walker, Texas Ranger? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. But yeah. So, so the now, interview. What, he just like, like jokes about like seven year olds like showing up at his house or something. Oh. I don't know. Oh Whoa. I haven't watched it That's... since like 2014. <laughs> I think I think personally they should have. <laughs> to come fight him? 
seven-year-old yes. girls, an army of seven-year-old girls showing up at Jared Padalecki's house would be okay. They've got like okay, knives but not and only, shit. Not only do they have to show up at his house, they have to be like, like, why? Why would they be angry that he called out Justin Bieber for, for, for his friends' drugs? Because they're because they, they were like because because Justin Bieber stands at the time we're maintaining it was not his cocaine. Justin Bieber would never do this. He would never do drugs. He would never, he would never do this. No, no, no. Uh, I do also just want to add that I think it's very ironic that uh, Jarpad, as uh, as I like to call him. Jared Padlock. Jarpad! <laughs> Jared Padlock, <laughs> if you're Lucy. Um, <laughs> he comes at Justin Bieber like this, but... Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Wow, so true, Remy. Listen. So true. <laughs> you know what? I don't know why I speak anymore. Remy, can you say that one again just like uh, for the playback? I have so many seven-year-olds. They're going to get you. Don't. Don't. You don't. have them? Do not. No, I don't like have them. They just they just what? hang out with me. If you think no, about that's it, worse. that's weird. <laughs> Yeah, can you, like, dress them up like the warriors and, like, give them, like, broken glass bottles and, like, shivs and shit? This is getting scary. What's scary about about seven-year-olds with knives? What's scary scary? about seven-year-olds with broken glass bottles? (laughs) You know what? Now I understand why he's Jared Padlock, because he's padlocking his door from... (laughs) Oh, Why do they call it oven when you oven the cold food of Alharita? So true. Was there more to this story? Are we interrupting yes. you? I'm, oh, so I'm so sorry. Anyways, so back to my point. I think that it's very ironic that Jared Padalecki attacks Justin Bieber like this. I have to change my verb usage because of Remy. Uh... <laughs> When in, like, what was it, 2019, he gets arrested for, like, fighting someone at a bar while he's drunk. And, like... That's so funny. It's so fucking funny. Also, mind you, I should have mentioned earlier, at the time, uh, Justin Bieber is 19 years old and Jared Padalecki is 31. Like, why (laughs) does he care? (laughs) That's just... Like, so I thought that, like, it would be kind of obvious that, obviously, Jared Padalecki's much older than him. But right. <laughs> yeah, but, but I have no... See, the thing is, is that I don't really have a concept of either of those, so... Right. No, it is funny <laughs> to just, like, actually think about it, though, because he is 31. Just flipping just, like, out. So funny <laughs> that he just, like, has nothing to do between seasons of Supernatural. He has to resort to using Twitter and and, and then the What's, fact that Justin Bieber didn't even respond. What did he yeah. do? Have sex with his blurry wife? <laughs> Not yet. He he didn't even have Copaganda Texas Ranger to worry about yet. <laughs> so, moving on, though. This, uh, so even though the feud between Jared Padmalecki and Justin Bieber ended there, in response, though, a stan war broke out between the Believers and whatever the fuck Supernatural fans call themselves. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like you Um, should know. I, I don't even know if they have a name for themselves. Honestly, yeah. I, I don't remember calling myself anything when I was like a fan of it. I would just what about like, funters? Fan. Like hunters, but fun. I'm gonna kill you. That's, that's <laughs> not, no, that's that's not, not good. good. 
I feel no, like that's not. pretty good. It's, I, think it's really I feel good. like I feel like if you didn't watch all fifteen seasons, you shouldn't tell us what to call ourselves. I've seen one episode. Does that count? No, <laughs> no, that doesn't count. No. What if that it was the first nothing. episode? Do you know how statistically insignificant that episode is when we have fifteen seasons? Yeah, that's pretty fucking insane. Yeah, it is. Um. Anyway, so. Well, the Supernatural fans were making fun of Justin Bieber along with their god, Jarpad. The Believers vowed to boycott Supernatural over this tweet to get the show canceled. And now you're probably thinking, this doesn't seem like that big of a threat. It doesn't seem like the Justin Bieber and Supernatural fan bases have that much crossover, An army of seven-year-olds walks into the, like, CW (laughs) studios with knives and like cancel supernatural <laughs> uh but yeah if you were thinking it wouldn't be that big of a threat uh you would be right the show suffered in no way <laughs> oh, that's even i better. was so i was so looking forward to i was worried about like <laughs> children making executive decisions no. like it's like oh my my uncle actually works at the cw we're gonna get you canceled. <laughs> my uncle we're gonna works get at you the cw off. i'm gonna make dean gay <laughs> <laughs> Please do it, please. Please, God, wait, I'm on your side now. Because we're begging. <laughs> they become believers. And nothing. Wait, Many no, actually, I, I like the idea that season, like, season 11 of Supernatural comes out, and they don't say anything, but Jared Padalecki is replaced with Justin Bieber. Sam Winchester is Wait, Justin. why season 11? <laughs> when did this happen? Season 9 was airing at this time. Oh, um. Anyways, so it's fine. No, that is really funny though. I think I think the show would have been better. <laughs> I think Justin Bieber is a better actor than Jared Padalecki. I am basing this only on his cameo in Criminal Minds. <laughs> so many Supernatural fans took this threat seriously, and uh, for days, I remember my Tumblr dashboard and my Instagram homepages were just full of people who were hashtagging and gathering support for Supernatural out of fear that this boycott would get the show canceled because God knows Supernatural needed six more seasons. Boy, boy I sure hope that they felt silly after that, don't they? <laughs> they probably felt yeah. so silly. They should. Uh, there, to be fair, though, there were a lot of people who were like, no believers watch this show, even though like I was there, but like they were like, nobody watches this show. Why are you guys worried? But they were like, Super Who Lock needs to come together and save Supernatural. <laughs> I hate the fact that, like, if I had heard about this at the time, I would have been so pissed off, too. And I would have believed <laughs> it. I would have been like, oh my god, really? These Justin Bieber preps are trying to destroy <laughs> Supernatural. I didn't even watch Supernatural, but I feel like I no, would have still had strong. It's okay. Movies. A lot of Doctor Who people did the exact same thing. I saw god. that, so don't worry. <laughs> I hate us. That's so funny. <laughs> so, lastly, while I was... Uh, while I was creating this, I decided to go back to Jared Padalecki's tweet, which is still up, and look through the replies. So I found some funny tweets uh, in response to oh, uh, to Jared's original. This is gonna tweet. be good. Um, I'm so excited. I uh, really enjoy this one uh, at Jarpad. Maybe you can just shut the fuck up. I used to fucking <laughs> love you. Now I fucking hate you. Go to where you belong, which is in hell. 
<laughs> also, for these, assume that any word that could be misspelled is. <laughs> so this uh, second one is written by the same person. They were very angry, so they had to respond more than once. They said, Jared, you have some real issues. You're just fucking jelly, or you're just jelly. Fuck off. Now I'm team Dean. I hate you now, Sam Winchester. <laughs> Um, you're just jelly <laughs> we have this just one jelly. by a different believer look lots of believers gonna hate you you were my joy now i prefer dean oh my god you were my joy you were my, <laughs> you were my, were my, my joy, joy. <laughs> that's so heavy um, yeah it's a lot that's some poetic uh, that one stuff. was in all caps by the way I don't know if you could hear it in the way that I was reading it. Better. You were my joy. <laughs> um, uh, this one is from a supernatural stand where they were trying to defend uh, Jarpad. They said, he never said Justin did it. He asked a question. And hell yeah, I'm a Misha fan. He's literally better than Justin any day. How, did, how does that relate to anything? <laughs> I don't know, but it was really funny. Um, and lastly my favorite tweet maybe of all time I remembered this one before I went into this topic and I had to to do some work to look it up but I finally found it at JARPAD this is in all caps you know what comma Justin passed the test question mark his body no cocaine was not exclamation point (laughs) shut your mouth incompetence It is so funny. Thank you to at Justin Think nine nine eight for that last tweet. Oh no! What if they're watching this podcast right now? <laughs> I hope what they if- are. I hope you are. I love the duality of like of like Tumblr and Twitter in twenty thirteen being either like the most pedantic language ever or just incomprehensible. Yeah. <laughs> Sure. Do you have Do you have more for us? No, that concludes more food. this topic. I'm sorry. Uh, that's, no, I'm that's all I have for today. You <laughs> should sorry. Thank you. Come yeah. back for thank when you. I cover that's... the Drake Bell versus Justin Bieber Twitter feud. Oh my god, yeah, I would love that. that. That one is much longer. I will do it in the future. Don't look anything up about it. I, I, I won't. can't Never. tell you guys about Never. it. Never. I don't even know how to use Google. Sorry, sorry. Trey Campana, my bad. Trey Campana. <laughs> Trey Campana. <laughs> okay. Next. Wow, this is scarier than I thought it was going to be. All right. Yeah, it is. I'm going to talk very briefly uh, about um, something that is not very close to my heart, but something that I can talk for a little while on and that is <clears throat> the oh, dc God. cinematic multiverse <laughs> so let's get into this uh let's i think really this all starts back in like 2014 when the best year yeah you know great year uh i'm 14 <laughs> i'm so sad and marvel movies are happening and everybody's loving them and they're pretty much all the same movie, but they're, you know, fun. Everybody's enjoying them. And meanwhile, Everybody's DC Comics. I keep hearing about these Marvel movies in 2014. 
Meanwhile, DC Comics, uh, Marvel's biggest competitor. The better one. <laughs> yeah. But listen, we're not getting into that yet. But <laughs> DC's Marvel's main competitor does not have kind of the, I don't know, they don't have, they haven't had the setup that Iron Man would have given them, you know? Like Iron Man came out in 2008 and Marvel's been building off that since and they have the Avengers in 2012 and it's crazy big. DC's like, shit, we need to get on that. So uh, they hire the most Chad directors, actually. Oh my God. Episode <laughs> to direct Man of Steel and then Batman vs. Superman to set up the DC cinematic universe. It does not go well. People don't like it. And during filming on the movie... Okay, sorry. Uh, I'm going about this wrong. Marvel made a bunch of movies about one character and then brought them together in the Avengers. Mm -hmm. And everybody yeah. loved that. DC, to save time and to compete with that, tried to make a Justice League movie without making movies <laughs> for the Justice League members. <laughs> and then make movies for them after the Justice League uh -huh. came out. That did not happen because... I'm going to gloss over some stuff here, but due to problems during filming of the Justice League movie, it wasn't a good movie. And people really didn't mm. like it. Whoa. So the plan that Hot they had take. for setting up this cinematic universe based on the characters in this movie that nobody liked <laughs> fell apart. What does that mean for the next few years of DC movies? It means that they are throwing shit at the fan to figure out what sticks. No two DC movies that came out between like 2014 and 2020 feel even remotely similar to any degree. They're all, they all have different directors and writers and producers behind them. They're all just being produced by Warner Brothers, and sometimes they have the same actors <laughs> in them, and sometimes they don't. And, no consistency. And sometimes they're really cool. Yeah, sometimes they're really cool, and sometimes they're garbage. Suicide Squad sucks ass. Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey fucking rocks. Nobody knows what's going on, including DC. <laughs> They've lost the plot. And then oh my God. during the pandemic, there's oh no. an event called the DC Fandom. And the DC Fandom is supposed to clarify what is going on with the future of DC movies. This is like, you know, at DisneyCon or whatever, they will show the next phase D23, of the Marvel Universe. fucking loser. We'll get to your <laughs> Disney adult. Jesus. <laughs> I'm joking. You guys are allowed to interrupt me. Um, basically, so Disney will do that thing where they let you know what's coming in the next phase of the Marvel Universe, yada yada. This is supposed to be that for DC movies. So they do this. They're like, yeah, we got all this stuff coming out. We got a Flash movie. We got a Suicide Squad 2. We got a yada yada. yada, yada. Wonder Woman 2. Oh, yada yada? Rada, yeah, yada yada is coming out and it's going to be <laughs> tight. <laughs> you can't uh, say man. that. The thing is, we can't even make jokes about like dumb sounding characters because like DC has a superhero named Vibe, and I'm pretty sure he's gonna have a TV show named after him. Oh, amazing! So, I mean, I can uh, make he's fun the of gay it. superhero, but <laughs> <laughs> no, we can. It's really funny. He's the gay superhero. Um, the thing they announce at 
the DC fandom is that the upcoming Flash film starring Ezra Miller, who already has been exposed for being a shitty garbage oh, person. Oh, really? I did not know that. Uh, will you be choked called... one person out. Suddenly <laughs> 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 you're a monster. On behalf, <laughs> on behalf of everybody... Uh, <laughs> On behalf of everybody at Past the Brain Cell, I'd just like to say that um, choking your fans out is never bad. <laughs> it's always cool. And, no. Uh, okay. So this movie is going to be called Flashpoint based on a comic of the same name that has to do with the Flash running so fast that he breaks reality. I you were going to say comics are stupid. Breaks his foot. <laughs> And then I was like, that'd be an interesting movie. That would be crazy. See, I sh- that would be a good movie. It's just him in recovery and a cast the whole movie. Yeah, yeah I'd be way into that. No, it's way dumber than that because comics are stupid. That's why we love them. The Flash runs so fast that he breaks reality and there's different, and so all the different dimensions and realities of comic book characters come together. So the idea of this movie is it's that. And it opens up a multiverse of DC movies. What that means is multiple universes, multiple dimensions. So where different shit happens. In one well, of those universes I'm so sorry. One of those universes we get Superman v Sans yes. Undertale, right? Yeah, okay. I'm getting to that. So the other thing they announce about this movie I'm getting to Sans Undertale. The other thing they announce about this Flashpoint movie is that Michael Keaton will be returning as Batman. Michael Keaton. Beetlejuice. Michael Keaton <laughs> played. Imagine. So oh my god. My favorite superhero is Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice is technically a superhero, but we don't have time for that. <laughs> You're not ready for that conversation. What I'm getting into here is what the heads of Warner Brothers are proposing is a universe multiverse in which every DC Comics movie that has ever existed is just a different dimension. Wait, so does that mean so that there they, are going to be two Margot Robbie Harley Quinns? Yeah, or three. I don't know. There's <laughs> Everything is happening parallel to each other, and if there's something that seems off about one of them, it's just that it's in a different dimension now. <laughs> that's how we explain the stylistic and tonal inconsistencies, and that's how we get Michael Keaton back into the fold from the 80s Batman movies. So Christopher Reeve's Superman from the 60s is just another dimension, and so is the Christian Bale Batman. That's, like, such a, like, like a, and then it was just a dream concept. Yes, it's so lazy. It's so lazy. But So you're telling me that one of these days I'm going to get a Matter Eater yes. movie where Sooner he just eats you think. through like a fucking like metal fence. Yeah, okay, now I will take all questions. Lucy, I think I've heard of this. Um, so I think it's coming out in like 2024. They're actually making uh, Oops All Jokers. It's just all of the Jokers ever. Yes, Oops, all, jokers. all of the Jokers exist parallel to each other. Wait, Heath Ledger's dead though. How are they going to get him? So was um, fucking... So was the guy who no! played Grand Marf Tarkin Paul in Star Rudd. Wars, and they still made him in Rogue One. So like, Wait, who's the one who died? Hold on, Paul Rudd. Did you say what the fuck are you talking about? Paul Walker. Do you mean one. Paul Walker? Man, I bet you feel like a real fucking fool right now. 
<laughs> I bet you feel real dumb. I bet you feel like a fucking idiot right I feel like now. such an idiot. I'm I feel like such a joke ears for screaming. Uh, on behalf of everybody at Pass the Brain Cell, um, we like to Don't call this for me. Paul Rudd. Don't speak to me. <laughs> I'm not sorry about doing the Paul Rudd thing. In I'm not sorry, and you can quote me on that. So, the point I'm trying to make here is... Sometimes being lazy is cool. <laughs> Hear me out. Because I am so fucking tired of these Marvel movies. I am much more interested in watching a bad DC movie than a somewhat okay Marvel movie. I agree. Like, my philosophy has always been that I appreciate a movie that is a swing and a miss way more than a movie that doesn't swing. And <laughs> the DC guys are just fucking whirling their back around. <laughs> They're just spinning around in a circle. I mean, I guess I that's how fair. superhero movies should be done because, like, comic books are ape shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, just yeah, they got a guy who shit. runs so fast he breaks the yeah, space. Also, he breaks like, space. It's like too... Like, what if a director has a cool idea for, like, Spider-Man, but they're like, you can't do it yeah. because... That doesn't... Right, because everything has to be exactly the same in the Marvel yeah. movies. In the DC movies, there's three different fucking Harley Quinns running around. They all look the same, but they're doing different shit. You know what? I weird. applaud them because they're just doing uh, AUs, and yeah. I support yes. it. It's AUs. <laughs> all great fiction is fan fiction. Professional, professional AUs brought to you by now, DC Now here's my universe. pitch to Jeff Johns, Zack Snyder, and company if they are <laughs> listening. Let me make some kind of live action movie where the Teen Titans show up, oh. 2D animated, like in Who Framed oh Roger Rabbit. Oh my god, Rabbit. that'd be so cool. I think that and would then be so right. Matter Eater Lad comes in. And then Matter Eater Lad and, comes and in. He and starts he starts eating, eating the garbage. He eats so much matter. <laughs> he eats trash. He eats so much matter. This is completely <laughs> off topic, but I think, Kyla, uh, along this line, you'll be happy to know that um, Arm Falling Off Lad will be featured in the <laughs> new Suicide Squad. Movie. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> Arm falling off, lad. Uh, he exists in a comic uh, called Legion of Superheroes, which is about, uh, superheroes from the future. Um, and his name is Arm Falling Off, lad. What is he? Uh, he <laughs> I'll give you a hint. No, no, don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. Please don't. Oh my god. His arms fall what off. What the frick, Lucy? Don't spoil it. Save it for the podcast. This is the podcast. Um, I'm trying to think what else okay so there's a lot of questions that this raises and the answer to all of them is who cares none of it's real and I really appreciate that I agree like is the Jared Leto Joker in the Snyder Cut of the Justice League the same Jared Leto Joker as the one in the Suicide Squad who cares it doesn't matter none of this is real and you know what I applaud them for that read a book idiot (laughs) Yeah, you movies... mean it's not a documentary? <laughs> yeah, movies aren't real, and we should stop pretending like they are. Who gives a shit about <laughs> Iron Man? Do you, think, do you think the Joker, uh, the Joker film canon is inconsistent? Go outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jerk off. Like, watch porn. <laughs> Live your life. That's all I've got to say about this. Does anybody? Does anybody have questions? Mm. I'm good. Um, not as of right now. I think we've cool. milked this think. for what it's worth. I think we've taken this cow and we've milked it. I went for 20 minutes. I've done my part. <laughs> um, that, that being said, technically, 
Muhammad Ali exists in the DC universe, <laughs> so I'm just leaving that out there. And Sans I think Undertale. I you could work in Sans Undertale somehow, probably. What do you mean probably? Um, I can do it. Okay, the other thing about this, and we can cut out any of the next five minutes of the podcast if we need to. Uh, just in... I'm about to say something, and it's going to lead to a lot of other things. And if you need to cut all this out, that's okay, because it's not important to any of the other points I made. Okay, I'm scared. But in Fortnite... (laughs) Get down! In Fortnite, Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman Royale, yeah, Fortnite. As different character player skins. Get down! (laughs) Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman are in Fortnite, which means it is... We're in Fortnite, uh, get them out. Which means by <laughs> the creative philosophy that they have laid out. Wait, for wait, do you think Fortnite, that they went to Tomato Town? Fortnite is just wiped a different it out. universe Ten in the DC multiverse. On the board? Right now? Yes. <laughs> All of them. Through Fortnite. If Fortnite is a different DC universe, <laughs> that also brings in genre. It brings <laughs> It brings in Kratos uh, from God of War. It brings in the Master Chief from Halo. And it brings in the Marvel characters. So nothing is real and none of it matters. So the Marvel characters are now DC characters. Yes. Spider-Man is in Fortnite. I see. where. So I I get it. It makes so much sense. I actually, we keep this in. Keep this in. Galaxy Brain. Um, Fortnite. Right. is a dc movie it's just a different <laughs> i you're right your honor i yield my time wow what a film. okay yield it um all right <laughs> let me uh spin, spin the wheel spin the wheel the wheel the wheel spin the, the wheel. wheel there's three of us who is it gonna be uh 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 uh, uh. Spin the little wheel. it's remy 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 okay So let me pull up my notes because today's presentation is about how the Brony fandom is just pink Star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so intrigued. Your Honor. So um, I took a lot of the Brony history, just straight up lifted it from uh, Jenny Nicholson's video because it's my favorite video. (laughs) Right. But um, the Brony fandom started on 4chan, ironically, and was very much just like a... It's funny how this show for little girls might actually be kind of good. <laughs> like all what? good fandoms start. So uh, the the My Little Pony Generation 5 canon consists of the nine seasons of My Little Pony Friendship is Magic, the 10 Equestria Girls movies, and the 2017 theatrical movie. I love that this is already nerdier than the dumb shit I was talking about. <laughs> 10 Equestria Girls. Yeah, I, I looked this up for it, and there's 10 Equestria Girl movies. There's I 10? I'm living in fear of all <laughs> um, And just like with the Star Wars fandom, every time something new came out, fans fucking hated it. <laughs> <laughs> every time. They're ruining Twilight Sparkles and I, You're joking, but that's what they did. Oh my god! <laughs> well, like, I... I thought that would be a complaint that they would have here's Um, the thing mm -hmm. sorry i just want to point out that both of us are both of our things are similar in that they all come back to the idea of canon and consistency in art being stupid Uh uh-huh yeah but this one's one's about horses though (laughs) yeah but it's different (laughs) 
Yeah, this one's about horses. So I'm I don't think horses that. are in the DC universe, <laughs> just saying. Technically, yeah, they horses. there horses is are not an alternate canon. universe where they're all horses. Mm. All right, so... Okay, so let's pretend she didn't say that. Uh, there are no horses in <laughs> There are no horses in DC. No horses. Um, Your Honor. So even, like, I'm talking even <laughs> when the new seasons of My Little Pony, I, I swear to God, after, like, season two, maybe, they fucking hated it, but they... It was so annoying because it was... Lit- it's literally the same show. And they're just like, oh... We have yaks now. Fuck that. <laughs> okay. Okay. So the aggressive. Horse show can't have yaks. <laughs> the horse show um, cannot have yaks. They're mad about yaks, but Discord exists. <laughs> yeah. Discord's fine because he's hot. Uh. <laughs> your honor. Mm-hmm. I'm your honor. Oh well, no! What did you have no, to you're say? not. You're not honorable. Wow, that's so okay, mean. So anyway, but- the theatrical movie is really interesting because, like, it expands the world of Friendship is Magic in a weird way where there's just, like, furries. Like, if you go a little bit further out from the pony world, there's, like, furry world. And, oh, of course. And Tay Diggs plays a really hot cat furry. Um, I'm Googling Wait, is it, <laughs> But isn't there, like, the human world Sorry. as well? Is, isn't that? That's the question. Oh, okay, that's different. No, so the human world, you have to go through the mirror portal ah. in Equestria Girls. Because it makes sense and it's really normal and cool. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, everyone just, just like Star Wars, everyone fucking hates everything new that happens. It starts out with um, the Canterlot wedding episode, which is the um, which is the episode where Twilight's like, I have a brother. And then everyone's like, um, Twilight Sparkle didn't mention that she had a brother before, so that seems fake. <laughs> and then, and then... It has the biggest fucking bop I've ever heard in my life, and it's good. It's it's a good it's a good it's good TV. But I remember being in the fandom at the time. I was like twelve years old, and I was like, "Whoa, this one has songs in it. I like it." And watching the reviewers just tear it to shreds, and I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> I liked it when the ponies got married. <laughs> like. Um, one thing that's really fun about, uh, uh, this children's show being, uh, being overtaken, swarmed by adult men is, uh, that they all want to fuck the ponies. And I, I need to explain to you, like, I know that you've probably heard jokes and memes about, haha, it's so funny how they want to fuck the ponies, and you may not have believed the extent to which they wanted to fuck these ponies. But Ew. it was very fucking real. And as like a as like a little kid um invested in this fandom, I was like, this is kinda weird. because I, I I had trouble avoiding it and I can't even imagine like a a six year old searching up like <gasps> yeah. my oh, little no. pony Twilight Sparkle plush oh, and no. finding like fucking body pillows. Ah! Um, specifically That's so upsetting. Um, the term the term for masturbating to my little pony no. characters was called clopping. Ah! What was it? No. So the cult. Why oh. did they have a term for it? I, oh no, that's so disgusting. And at one point, um, there was a documentary made about Bernie culture, uh, mostly by uh, John Delancey and Tara Strong. And first of all, the that movie, that documentary is a fucking mess because they they didn't pay their staff nearly enough like wow. they, they hired a bunch of bronies and they didn't pay them very well and then uh when the movie came out everyone just pirated it 
Um, Jesus. But John Delancey <laughs> does say the word clopping in it. Oh no. <laughs> and it's just no! it's just filled with like dirty inside jokes for bronies and it's like okay, I I don't like when like adults take over spaces that are like that yeah, are like upsetting. for children or like children safe, you know? Like yeah, I, I don't yeah. I, and it's just it's hard. <laughs> it's, I don't like that. It's, so, not only did they change it in that way, but, like, bronies literally affected the ways in which My Little Pony merch was made, because, um, they hated- Oh, excuse me, Dobby. I'm doing something. <laughs> because they hated the, um, the brushable hair, which is a My Little Pony staple. It's the idea that, like, yeah. kids really like to brush and play with hair. Um. That's the best right? part. It's the best yeah. part. And but they didn't know how to style it, so they were like, "This doesn't look like how it looks on the show." So oh, I don't want Christ. this because men are awful. I'm gonna kill. And them. so they had to. So the Hasbro had to make toys specifically for the bronies no. that were like hard plastic and action figures, and they had like guns and missiles and Ew. shit. And they <laughs> I hate this. Which oh my God. on its own pretty cool, right? But like because yeah, sure. The reasoning but it's behind not it, even the like same it. thing anymore. Yeah, because it's like it's like people overtake this fandom and they're like, uh, you should make it for me now. It's it's just like the Star Wars fandom where adult men are like are like the star these Star Wars movies are so immature and I'm like, Yeah, it's for fucking twelve year olds. Like you're yeah. such a dick. Um yeah, even though um this uh this show is mostly targeted towards little girls and adult men like it and they they uh they create the phrase love and tolerate because it's funny that uh, instead mm. of fighting in the show they often just like love and tolerate each other and like learn to accept each other's differences uh but the fan base is still absolutely swarming with sexism homophobia and racism yeah. the whole time in a cartoon well, show it wouldn't about- be a fan base without that what it wouldn't be a fan base <laughs> oh yeah no for sure but but this time instead of like it being like internalized misogyny it's just misogyny and it's so funny that a, a fan base that is a property that is specifically designed for girls, that men are like, oh, you can't be a real fan if you're a girl. I feel like you're just faking it so you can get all the boys' attention. What? The boys are oh, like, Jesus oh Christ. I wouldn't 30 year old incels. What if you're just a child <laughs> yeah. who likes ponies? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's and it, gross. it it's very much flavored like other fandoms, and uh, I specifically thought about the Supernatural fandom because uh, <laughs> people knew all of the voice actors, they knew the names of the writers, the boarders, and, like, they knew when people <laughs> would quit. Like, when, when Lauren Faust left as the creator of the show, there was a shitstorm. Yeah. And it's like, I, buddy, your horse show is gonna be a <laughs> I promise. Your horse show is- <laughs> One of my favorite bro- brony things is Fallout Equestria, which was uh, probably the most popular pony fan fiction, and they would they would sell it in physical copies at conventions, and it was literally just what if the ponies were in Fallout, <laughs> and it was huge. It was so long, and it was like you could not scroll. Wow. Uh, I, I do you guys know about Equestria Daily? Uh, no. I do. No. So Equestria Daily was a website run by a couple of bronies that were, um, it started out as a site that posted the links to watch, to pirate the show online because it was really hard to watch the show because the hub network was not a channel that was 
common. So they would, it, it started like that, but then they started like featuring fan art and fan fiction and just like fan posts and stuff. So it created like a, that, that's probably the reason why the community thrived so much and especially probably why it attracted so many furries is because of the art. But you could not scroll through Equestria Daily at any time without like five Fallout Equestria posts. <laughs> oh God. Jeez. Um, one of my favorite things that the fandom did was they would lock, latch onto um, background characters. You know, you, you work for an animation studio, you create a pool of background character designs, and for crowd scenes, you have like a bunch of characters from a pool that you can pick, and you might duplicate them if you need to for a huge crowd. Right. Um, but some of them were more prominent, like, you would see them more often in backgrounds of scenes, and so they started, like, naming them, which was a huge problem because um, when the show would name them something different, if they had, like, a line or something, the fans would get so mad, but it's it's literally illegal for the show to name the character after those names. They uh, It became a really big problem with, like, OCs and background pony work for, for writers and people who worked on the show because... Um, it's illegal to, to take fan works, right? but it's hard, it's really hard to avoid. And so some of them were the characters Lyra and Bonbon, bon, which they shipped. Uh, it's fine. It's actually one of the first um, uh, femme ships I've ever seen. <laughs> like when I was a kid and I was like, whoa, girls? Like in the actual um. <laughs> show or like from the fandom? From the fandom, but actually in the show, uh, in the finale, there's a little newspaper that shows them getting married, Aww. so they did get married. So cute. Aww. So those, those that was one of the more wholesome ones. They also had Octavia, who uh, played the... I, I can't remember if it was the cello or the string bass, uh, stand-up bass. Um, and then... Th- so she had two names, uh, Vinyl Scratch and DJ Pone 3. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and she was... She was the dubstep pony. And she and Octavia were girlfriends. It's so funny because as you're talking about this, I was not I was not a pony fan. Mm-hmm. But I I think that if you were in any fandom space around that time, uh that that um my little pony was a really big deal. Mm-hmm. Specifically Friendship is, is Magic was a really big deal. Like, you could not escape these characters. Or, like, ponified um, versions of the things that you like. <laughs> yeah. Because literally you're naming these characters, and I'm like, oh, I know yeah. Yeah. Have I Have I seen a single episode of Friendship is Magic? Only the ones <laughs> I watched with you. And they're, like, they're not real, is the thing. Like, the fandom <laughs> just decided that this is what these characters are like. That's so funny. I remember that just That's like fan bases do. <laughs> I remember that there was this huge um the fa- the fandom got so <laughs> fucking excited one time because in a Canterlot wedding um you see Vinyl Scratch take off her glasses and they were her eyes were pink which I guess was a headcanon that they had <sighs> and they like screamed about it they were like her eyes are pink and I'm like oh yeah cool <laughs> her wow. eyes are pink like like not not to um to spoil anything if the if you are going to get into this mm-hmm. but i was a doctor who fan oh yeah i this is on the list okay okay i'm gonna let you say it then um so yeah they there was a pony that had like it was brown with dark hair and it had a little hourglass as its uh cutie mm-hmm. mark 
which is their their butt stamp if you're their, their little tramp stamp if you want. oh my god um, don't call it a tramp stamp i can call it no, what i want they're... no uh they're adults they may be horses but they're adults <laughs> yeah they can still be whores <laughs> Um, so doctor, do, they called him Dr. Hooves. And, oh. and, and I, and I, so mad. I, I had it. Uh, for the I, listeners I still have at home. Hooves. For the listeners at home, Lucy has left the chat. Uh, Adrian has also <laughs> left the chat. I'm just kidding. Stay in the chat because there's more. Oh, okay, fine. so anyway, he uh, Adriana returns. There was actually this Adriana returned to the chat. There was actually this um, <laughs> this radio show, or, or it was like a web radio cast uh, about Doctor Hoops that was like bizarrely high quality that I listened to. It was by Squeakin' On, and it, it ruled. I'm not gonna lie to you. It <laughs> um, so the the biggest the biggest issue and one of the biggest controversies ever in the fandom was uh so she has three names at this point uh the fandom named her derpy hooves and then ditsy do and her official name is muffins oh um and the fandom really clung on to her because uh there was a there was a mistake made where they made her Mm cross-eyed once and then they kept doing it and of course the fans these adult men think that this show is made for them. So every time that they would include her with cross eyes, it would be every time that they would include an, an in joke within the Brony community, the fans would just be like, see, this is proof that it's, it's a show made for adults. It's made for us, mm. not them. Like, fuck you. <laughs> it's made for kids. It's so like, annoying. Um, Get over yourselves. But, but the biggest controversy was that um, in one episode, she was, uh, uh, Derpy Hooves had like a wacky voice and they called her Derpy and the fans got super excited and she was, she was like floating around being silly. But um, some parents complained because they uh, were worried that it would, uh, it, it was specifically parents of kids with autism mm-hmm. who were worried that their kids were going to like think that oh, they were mocking them. That's- that's so sad. Yeah, it's really fucking sad. Yeah. And then the fandom yes. got livid. They were, they were like, you're taking, you're censoring, you're, you're censoring Derpy. They're, you're oh my god. Taking, you're taking away our thing from our fandom. We're the ones who built this show. Ew. Like, blah, blah, blah. Such entitlement. Oh my god. And I'm like, these parents are just trying to make sure that their kid doesn't feel mocked by the show that they like to watch. Like, but yeah, so I I think I've covered most of it. It's just the idea. So back to my original statement that this is the Star Wars fandom. It's the entitlement. Yeah. The the believing that it's that a property that is made for kids to enjoy that you can't also enjoy it unless it's secretly actually made for you. Right. Especially if it's made mm. for girls. Um, right. Like they think that there's an ulterior like motive for like everything yeah. and it's like no they're ponies <laughs> i remember when the when the movie came out uh jenny nicholson made a video talking about she was like uh, it was a parody she was, it was she was being satirical but she was like um so you can you can see in the background that there was a character that uh that only the bronies know about so you can tell that this was actually made for us and not little kids and also like uh this movie should have been better and catered to us more because this is for the adults and not for 
children. Ooh, oh my fucking god. Which is annoying also because that movie fucks. It's really good. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, the, the My Little Pony fandom just, like, slowly died. They stopped doing BronyCon. They, um, but most of the sites that are still active are full of Nazis. <gasps> just full of Nazis. Oh! Jesus Christ, what? You love to see it. Yeah, so, like, white supremacists have taken over. I remember I was in a group chat one time with some of my online friends, and one of them was like, hey, can I bring in my friend? He wants to talk to us about ponies. And I was like, okay. And he was like, here's my Nazi pony OC. And I was like, Excuse me? And then and then he was like, no, I don't actually like the Nazis. I'm just interested in World War II. And I was like, I think you like the Nazis. It seems like he no. likes the Nazis. I don't know. That's a no. That's a big no. So, yeah, it's just full of, like, racist. Like, when I was, the other day I was sending you guys stupid pony memes. And literally when I was looking at pony memes, it was hard to avoid racist or homophobic shit. It was really hard no. to avoid it. Especially with, like, Rainbow Dash. There's there's a lot of memes of Rainbow Dash, like, looking sad, and it's like, everybody thinks I'm a lesbian. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, my God. You would hate to be one of those. I would hate. I know. I'd so hate that. I would... If, okay. And it's, it's funny, because most of the people that I know who were... Not even necessarily the target demographic of the show. Yeah. I, I Most of the people that I know who watch the show were around our age at the time of their it's like heyday so like maybe young teenagers a little bit maybe a little bit older and they were all undeniably like lgbt (laughs) women yeah or lgbt girls and i think that it's very strange that the same show was able to attract such a like such polarizing different yeah like uh, polarizing polarizingly different like ends of the spectrum. A lot of people, a lot of people look back on the show and they're like, "Oh, well, well, there were the kid fans, and then there were the the bronies." And I'm like, there was a huge subsection of just like little queers running around, mm-hmm. not knowing that they're queer yet, and being like, "I like it when Rainbow Dash and Applejack uh, look at each other." <laughs> not gonna examine. Also, that. like, I just hate the bronies or like men. Specifically, like adult men, oh, yes, yes men. men that will like yeah. take over this space of like this is feminine, this is this is like for little girls, not like specifically, but yes, and but then also will also take over of like guns and be like men stuff is is angry army and like they just have reign over everything and it's not fair. Yeah. It's very much a thing about men being told that they can shape reality, basically, to yeah. their because whims, it's for them. Which... It's everything is made for them, right? And it's like I don't. When I was a kid, I found a lot of comfort in the Browning community, and I still do appreciate these parts because I was very much in the analysis community on YouTube, where they would just like break down the episodes and be like how good was this episode? And it actually was part of what got me into writing. Mm -hmm. But um, they were very much like those types of men 
knew who the show was made for and uh, not not always but they they tended to know what the show who the show was made for but they still critiqued it and took it seriously which i i don't mind that at all yeah that's very healthy it, it was the yeah it was the it was the community of like exclusionary like they called they called female fans pegasisters Ugh. and uh, hey pegasisters <laughs> <is> annoying <laughs> hey pegasisters <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, Jenny Nicholson was talking about how she was one of the most prominent, like, pony comedy creators because she did uh, Friendship is Witchcraft, which is, like, uh, you know the song on TikTok that's, like, when you bungled all your things? Oh, yeah. That one? She's, that's her, that's okay. her singing it. And she's really, um, she was really prominent in the community, and she still had people, like, excluding her. She told a story in her video that was, like, um, one time I went up to a group of bronies and one of them had a really cool plush that looked like it was an OC and um, I was like, oh, that's cool. What pony is this? And he said, um, and he said, can you believe this? She doesn't even know my OC. There are real fans and then there's this. Can you believe you don't know who my OC what? is? <laughs> <laughs> so... So in conclusion, like, the Brony community was really cool because as a kid, it it kind of made me realize that it was okay for me to like silly things and genuinely enjoy them, but it also, and it also, like, shaped the way that I experienced queer culture, I guess, because I made a bunch of friends who I realized, like, who we all came out to each other <laughs> immediately. Yeah. Uh, and uh, not to not to spoil future podcast ideas, but I did have a lot of pony OCs. Um, but <laughs> I I think that overall, yeah. fuck bronies. Yeah, and fuck John Delancey and for being mean to them though, because like he was mean to them and treated them. He infantilized them and specifically infantilized the ones who were on the autism spectrum. So fuck him too. Yeah. Oh, that's uh... fucked up. Okay, I'm done. Like I absolutely don't want it to sound like gatekeepy, like like there are grown men maybe that that like you're not allowed to enjoy this media because the show the show is made for children right but it's also made for families there there is stuff in it that is that is enjoyable to adults i i of the episodes that i have watched i've been like this is a enjoyable tv show it's fucking fun dude the issue the issue just comes in when there are these shows are made to be safe spaces mm-hmm. for children and when you you f- flood search results or you flood even children's mm-hmm. spaces yeah. i like not to say that a, that a movie theater is a children's space necessarily but if you're going to go to like and see like the the like major theatrical release of a brony or of a pony movie you need to understand that this was not made for you and and like and allow allow children to enjoy the content that was made for uh, them on the same like idea it's like pokemon fans who are like they need to make a harder pokemon game and it's like it's not for you shut up Throw your Pokeball! Like, Have it, fun! Yeah, it's uh, there's little guys going around. Isn't that <laughs> enough right? for you? <laughs> this, is, this just always goes back to the theory that I have that men don't know how to like things. Yeah, because... and I think if anything, if there's anything to learn out, out of this, it is 
we need to take something for men and uh, change it to our ones. <laughs> I'm thinking Fast and the Furious <laughs> and get rid of the cars I, and yeah, replace them with horses. Let's take Fast and the Furious get, and listen. let's turn it into cars uh, themed. Like Cars Pixar. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> let's replace the cars with horses. I personally would love a a a feminist Mad Max Fury Road esque um, Fast and the Furious movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm they saying did it with I, Terminator. I would be down. Terminator Dark Fate sucks. They also did it with Mad Max Fury it. Road. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Yes, I spend it while we were talking, and Kyla's next. Woo! Yeah, I'm next. Um, it's the last wheel. Mine now. is um, mine is much shorter. You're good. Um, I was just going it's to cool. talk about some mine was really conspiracy short too, theories. Um, as in my younger years, I uh, one of my my fixations, one of my my big interests was. Taylor Swift, um, probably my the original like fandom, I suppose. Like the first thing that I ever really engaged in an online fan community for was Taylor Swift, um, and being me, um, the fanaticism uh, got to the point where um, I wanted to know everything there was to know about her music, um, and. And it's also important to note that Taylor Swift herself sort of encouraged conspirizing of her content. Um, Like, for example, she would put hidden messages in the lyric booklets of her albums. So, and it would give you, like, hints about, like, who the song is about or, like, when she wrote it or, like, you know, stuff along those lines. So, like, like, like the she... Five Nights at Freddy's uh, uh, guidebook. <laughs> For sure. Like, <laughs> yes, exactly what it is. She's we'll she's trying later. to. She wants she wants you to conspirize a little bit. Um, that's not the kind of conspiracy theories about her that I'm going to be talking about today, though. Um, uh. I'm actually going to be talking about uh, conspiracy theories that she is a clone. Um, And there is some relatively significant conspiracy theories surrounding this that dissipated around 2016 or so. Probably when she took her break before she came back with Reputation, which will come up her album reputation which will come up again soon I'm taking so notes. essentially um this uh this particular conspiracy theory popped up around eh, 2011 when a uh i'm actually not entirely sure who started it because i couldn't quite find a source on it but basically someone was like Hey, the uh, the daughter of Anton LaVey, the founder of, of the Sa- the Satanist church, kind of looks like Taylor <laughs> Swift. <laughs> um, I am familiar with this one. And there is a there's a there is a picture of Taylor Swift 
that was placed next to a photo of um of Zena Shrek, which is her Shrek. name. That's an amazing name. If you ask me. <laughs> also known as Zena LaVey, but I'm gonna call her Zena Shrek for this because that's way funnier. Um I will obviously this is a a audio platform, thus I cannot show you the image of her, but I will give it to the the other people involved. <laughs> so you can just get it, get a feel for okay. what she looks like. She looks like up. fucking Taylor Swift. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, um, she, she does. She has the same. Oh, yeah. So, like, yeah. So that's Taylor Swift. Yeah. So. <laughs> So, um, essentially, um, there is some moderate evidence to this. First, I'm going to just basically tell you the Church of Satanism, not really about Satan. It's more like hedonism, at least Levain, Anton LaVey's version right. of Satanism. Oh. Um, and uh, Zena LaVey was the was she was Zena oh excuse you get me it right. Zena this is your moment and you she, got it wrong <laughs> I'm you're sorry. so right i can't believe you didn't prepare this. i know she, basically it's she okay, was like hey um she was sort of like a figurehead of the satanist movement around the 80s and 90s so um a lot of people have said that they think that Taylor Swift was somehow linked to Shrek somehow. <laughs> um, so uh, some people were saying that she was reincarnated. Shrek is the person in the movie, right? Okay. Yes. Yes. Shrek She's definitely connected to the movie. We we have empirical evidence of that. Uh, Shrek so is the scientist. Not uh -huh, the I heard you. I heard you. <laughs> no, I just wanted to say it again. Um, one of one of the ideas was that um, that through some sort of satanic witchcraft, which doesn't really track because Satanists don't really do witchcraft, from what I understand. Um, they don't really believe in mysticism, from what I understand. Hi, a cult friend um, here. But... Uh, you're correct. <laughs> yes. No. Um, so it wouldn't really make sense, but the idea is that she was re that um, Levey had some sort of deal with the devil, and that uh, that she would become a famous pop star. Um, there's a there's a couple things that. Uh, that discount this theory just some little stuff like the fact that xena is still alive and is just living <laughs> well, in berlin right hey, now there's no way that she was reincarnated you as don't know Swift. have they ever been in the same room with each other you know what that's what oh, we're kind frick. of getting at um so <sighs> so one of the other theories is that Taylor Swift herself is somehow connected to LaVey in more of a cloning situation and specifically through the Illuminati. So Taylor Swift, um, oh, one so of it's anti-Semitic too. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> because, because with all of these really bad, ugh, these shitty conspiracy theories, um, it always comes down to something fucking anti-Semitic. So you can't go too deep. Um, also, I want to make it very clear. I do not believe this theory. I think it's 
absolutely <laughs> batshit. But um, we'll, I'll give you what the, the theorists use as evidence for this. Um, essentially, uh, Taylor Swift's favorite number is 13, that which it. is a significant number within Satanism. <laughs> Um, that's about it. Um, <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Um, I mean, that also makes sense because isn't her birthday on the thirteenth of December? Like, you know, you'd think that, and that makes um, sense because why she likes the number. Um, and wouldn't it would also? Um, I don't think that's related at all, Kaylin. I think it's. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, she was cloned yeah. on the thirteenth. Sorry, she was cloned on. So the idea is that she is a direct genetic clone to to Xena Shrek or Xena LeVay. Um and that she is continuing on her to essentially um continue satanly duties <laughs> that's um, kind of cool um, this i'm is gonna be honest I wanna, a lot yeah of that's people, badass i wish that was true. i wish it was true a lot of people Same. also assume that this is true because um because uh taylor swift um there's a, also a theory that she does not have a belly button. <laughs> Uh, which so implies scary. that she was never born. That's so scary! Oh my god. Which, oh my god. It, it implies that she was never born. Is that what that implies? Thus, she did not have a, an umbilical wouldn't cord clones, connected to her stomach. Clones still thus, have? no belly button. You'd think so. <laughs> this, the idea is that she that she may have been created in some sort of spell situation. Not sure. <laughs> they don't. Oh really no! Give you too pulled much. out well, you the know... uh, Taylor Swift clone card from the deck. the thing that <laughs> everybody knows that in Levan Satanism, the spells leave out the. Belly <laughs> we can never get the belly button um, right. They can never get the belly button so... right. It's, it's also very important that you note um, that uh, Taylor specifically wears her high-waisted swimsuits or high-waisted outfits to hide her <laughs> belly button. Um, oh un- unfortunately, Maybe she just has an Audi. Unfortunately, um, oh, I would hide unfortunately it if I had an for those... Unfortunately for those who do believe in this conspiracy theory, um, she actually uh, revealed her belly button in about 20, 2017. She, she posted a, a post and it caused a very extensive Reddit um, war about people saying that it was I mean, photoshopped. Yeah. Um, oh my so god. Funny. So... Um, so I think that that I think that that really says enough. I think that Taylor Taylor Swift must sure. have been cloned to yeah. um, to carry on her saintly <laughs> duties, um, producing music in which she absolutely eviscerates her boyfriends. And um, yeah, I think that's all I've got for you guys. All right, so now. Oh my god, I'm gonna spin the wheel. I wonder who is gonna be. Oh my god, spin the wheel. Oh my god, I'm spinning the wheel. Spinning the wheel. Damn it. It's Kaylin again. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) 
Kaylin to do for Paris. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's me. It's me. So no! Serious. <laughs> it's me. All right, guys. Um, I'm so excited. I don't know what you were going to talk about. Today. So today. Yep. I have no idea. Uh, are you guys familiar with a, a game called Yandere Simulator? Oh yes, I'm so no. excited. Okay, ba- barely, barely. Okay, so I I've seen some like gameplay footage, but I have no idea what the thing is. I know there's a thing. <laughs> I have heard of so, it. So, I... do you guys know what a yonder is? Yes. Y- no, I uh... am a fucking idiot. <laughs> okay, so basically, it's like an anime trope, and it's typically of a girl that will yeah. do anything for her senpai slash her love interest. Even if that means killing others, killing herself, or, like, hurting people. Like, she will do anything, and... Yeah, it sounds... Yeah. Like some bitches on <laughs> Yes, but it's, it was, yeah. So, there's this game called Yandere Simulator, and it began developing in 2014. This game had a projected release of 20, uh, uh, 2019. Um... It's now 2021, and it's it says they said that it will be released, quote unquote, when it's ready. <laughs> so <laughs> this game is I'm so afraid. literally like the most confusing game because it's a sandbox game, it's a dating sim, but it's also like stealth based. And- yeah, I just Googled it, and Yandere Simulator is an upcoming stealth action video Can you, game. <laughs> let me let me get. I'll do. I'll do this. I'll introduce you to. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, so it's a jumbled mess. The the they there. So the creator of this game is called Yandere Dev. That's what he calls himself. He has a name. I don't care about it. Um, sure. <laughs> This game, like, he didn't even make it, like, the assets are, like, taken from things. Like, he, like, all of them are either free assets or stolen assets. So, they're not even, like, his. Um, basically, this game is about a girl who is Yandere Chang. She's the, the main character. And she... The school is the sandbox area of, like, you can do whatever you want. You have, like, access to... Oh, I forgot to mention. It's basically not, like, a finished game, right? Um, It's Mm -hmm. um, basically you just... You have access to all the materials and you can mess around with the... With the... uh, With what's in there. Um, Like the the source code? No, 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 sorry. Uh, You can mess around, like... uh, Oh, in 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 the the game. game. Like, you can walk around, you can, like kill students you could like all that is part of the game um yandere dev Dev said that he wanted 10 rivals um and as of now since 2014 he's only implemented like two (laughs) um and like the first rival he like implemented the the like model but like she just stands there and like you can't do anything. What a rival! So what a rival! Um, and so basically, a rival is like someone that is competing for senpai's love, right? So Yandere Dev, sorry, Yandere, uh, the main character. Like your goal is to get rid of that the the and the rivals. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, t- 
out of those ten rivals, two of them are adults, and that their descriptions is that they prey on schoolboys, and the they like, like one of them is a nurse, and they're like, oh, I, I like, you know, like very flirty, and another one is a teacher. And is like super scant, like scantily dressed, and like boobs Why out. Why is that part of it? Um, not <laughs> listen. I would love to. Sorry, me being gay right now, but I would love that. Boobs in my mouth. Boobs, boobs in, in my, my mouth, mouth please. Boobs in my mouth, but yeah, for sure. But like for this nothing. is like these are high school students, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Please. And another rival is I think Senpai's little sister. Which has a weird uh, incest vibe. Yeah, I'd say. Um, um, and also a, a mechanic of the game is called panty shot, where you can no. take pictures of a girl's <laughs> underwear and give it to no, Info Chan, no. which is like how you get info of a character and like how you can use it to blackmail other students. So this is a, a kind of like it's a very awful game, but yeah, I never thought I'd hear about something that makes me more disgusted than fucking Honey Pop, and I I know a lot about Honey Pop. So that's not even what I wanted to discuss. That's like the game. That's just the game. I yeah. what I really want to talk about is Yandere Dev himself. So okay, he's already awful because he's made this. Disgusting. Yeah, I game. already got the vibe that he's not good. <laughs> um, but one, he literally sucks at coding. Like, <laughs> coders, like, have inspected the program of the game and they literally laugh because it's filled with so many beginner mistakes. <laughs> yeah. Um, he uh, doesn't take complaints of the game seriously. Uh, many people have had issues with, like, Frame rates dropping from 60 to 20, and he he says that the people who complain about that are children with cheap laptops, and, like, he doesn't take them seriously. The audacity of men <laughs> to just go out and be mediocre at things so hard. Yeah, and um, to, like, explain further about how, like, how bad he is at programming, um, the game's assets and, like, the code, I think, got leaked or something... Or not leaked, but like, uh, uh, it got, like, it, like people were able to access it last year, and an mm -hmm. indie programmer solved all the like bugs and optimization in two weeks, and this game <laughs> has been going on for like or seven years. He also um, asks for volunteers instead of just hiring people, but he has a pay he has a Patreon. Oh where he like asks for money but he doesn't <laughs> like hire anyone to help him and actually a, t a company called tiny build which is like an indie developer company that they like um reach out to indie creators and they help them like with their game and their code and stuff like that they asked to help they like oh, asked cool. to help him but he refused this <laughs> this guy literally does not care one bit about finishing this game and so now I have uh, very, like, fun things is that this is taken straight from the FAQ of his website for the game. <sighs> the question is, is the game free? And, like, how much, like, will it cost? Mm. Um, 
So he says, quote, Yandere similarity will be free until I am ready to to include two rivals in the game. After that point, the game will have so much content that it will no longer be a reason be reasonable to give it away for free. <laughs> <laughs> this game is gonna have so much content and you don't even know. Um, question uh, this is another question. <clears throat> will there be any LGBT students in the game? <sighs> he says Ew. This is a that's a question, uh, but anyone says. Uh, but then he says, if I decide that any of the game's characters are LGBT, I'll keep that information to myself. I won't public. <laughs> I won't publicly announce that the sexuality or gender identities of any characters, and there won't be any super obvious clues within the game. <laughs> If his characters oh, are queer... Nice. Yeah, that's for me to know, yeah. and you to fuck off. Yeah, if his characters <laughs> are queer, that's his business. Yeah, I think I think the fact that the gays always want to, like, shout it to the world and, like, rub it in everybody's faces is really <laughs> annoying. And I think that it's really nice to see this progressive game maker just <laughs> refusing to show anything yeah. queer. Yeah, he was like, wouldn't you like to know, Weatherboy? <laughs> Yeah, okay, so another question is, will there be male teachers? Because apparently there's no male teachers. And he says, female animations are incompatible with a male skeleton. In order to implement male teachers, I would need a male version of each female teacher animation. As well as the male versions of each female voice line. This isn't impossible, but it would require me to ask for a lot of assets. And it would be kind of time-consuming to implement. Can you imagine... Yo, a skeleton. Can you imagine if he jammed a man skeleton into one of those little anime girl bodies? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> um, okay. I'm sorry, that's not the message to get out of no, that. No, 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 you're you're fine. It's just this guy sucks <laughs> and he like is like such a terrible person that he has a literal subpage called debunk where he debunks claims what? made against him. Oh my god, he's so obsessed with himself. <laughs> Wait, okay. And is it just me or is <laughs> no, literally, yes. he's a he's a freaking anime Onision, like <laughs> anime side of Onision. <laughs> I swear to God. Um. So the question is, or the claim against him is, why well, Yandere Dev put a racist Easter egg into Yandere Simulator, and he responds, and I quote, in short, no, that's ridiculous. Uh, and then he goes on to explain, no. On the internet, everything gets drawn as an anime girl. The planet Earth has been drawn as, as an anime girl. Dishop has been drawn in, as an anime girl. And the Ebola virus has been drawn in, as an anime girl. No matter what, the ultimate fate of anything is to be drawn as an anime girl. <sighs> Predictably, the COVID-19 has also been drawn as an anime girl, just like everything else. She is named Corona-chan. Because the virus was first identified in China, Corona-chan is depicted wearing traditional Chinese dress called Chongsam. I'm leaving. Oh I'm leaving. Oh my god. This is so bad. <laughs> I want to die. I don't even know where to begin. Oh god. And then, then he says, oh 
There's a massive difference between a racist caricature designed to ridicule and degrade Chinese people and a cute anime girl designed to personify a virus. These two things with one another is completely stupid. Additionally, Corona Chan is often depicted as cute. Parentheses or sexy. So it should be obvious <laughs> that she is not in any way meant to ridicule or degrade an ethnic group. Oh I put Corona Chan Easter egg into Yandere Simulator because I love her design, not because I think it's funny to ridicule Chinese people. If anything, it's an indication that I think Chinese dresses look amazing. Gah. Oh my <laughs> fucking god. That's like the thing, what was the thing that you told us the other day uh, about people reacting to the Asian hate crimes by being like, oh, uh, the Asian uh, Asian American yeah, community, how, they're how so cute and sweet. How can you hate the literally sweet. most kind-hearted and cute race? And it's like, ah! No! Jesus that's Christ. Not what, that's not how you, like, you know. If they, if they weren't, though, all bets are off. <laughs> um, that's what they're saying, though. Um, yeah, exactly. So, as you can see, this guy <laughs> legitimately just sucks. And, like, I think people really want the, like, game to succeed because, like, I, like, it sucks, but, like, obviously, they, you need to take out some things, you need to take out, obviously, all the bad things. But, <sighs> he just won't allow it because there was two games that like, started in development that wanted to make Yandere Sim a better game, or wanted to make a better game than Yandere Sim that, like, has the same concept. I don't really, I didn't really look too much into what they were exactly and how similar they were, but the point is, mm-hmm. they wanted to make a game that is better than Yandere Simulator because Yandere Dev sucks and is not gonna finish the game. Like, he's just not. But last year, uh, Twitter trended uh yandere dev is over party because he threatened those developers of those games to to stop like stop the development by saying that he would commit suicide (gasps) oh Oh my my god God. this is this can't be a real person this is the most (laughs) caricature version of what like (laughs) men are It's like, it's like the, it's, it's like the Jekyll and Hyde of men where you took everything evil and you put them in the one dude. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, and like, I'll continue on because I think this next part is really funny. I was gonna save it for like another part, but I think it, it deserves to be included now. So people obviously hate this guy. He sucks. He's racist. He's sexist, homophobic, everything. Literally all the is and phobics. That you can be, right? Um, So people... (laughs) There was someone that uploaded a a thing called a Discord ban speedrun. So basically, the concept is you get into the Discord server of Yandere Simulator, and you try to get banned as fast as possible by... (laughs) That actually sounds pretty tight. So so there's this... uh, a long time ago, Yandere Dev made a vi- before he was Yandere Dev, he made a video of him uh, with a glass of milk drinking it and says con- and says consume the cum chalice. And s- <laughs> no! <laughs> no! so people 
to get banned, they will copy and paste that, like, image into the Discord to get banned immediately. And it's so, so funny. <laughs> because he, like, he blocks all those words and he makes it, like, an auto-ban if you use the word cum or, like... <laughs> or, like, if you ask if he's coding, you get banned immediately because... God. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah, yeah I think so. Because it's, like... Because people are, like, he's not working on the game. He's not even coding. You know that meme where it's, like, are you winning, son? God, can you right? imagine if we auto-banned for, for the word come on our server? Yeah. All of us would be gone immediately. So, like, you know the meme that's, like, are you, are you, are you winning, son? Right? So there's a meme yeah. that's called, yeah. are you coding, son? And then Yandere Dev is like, yes. And then, like, the dad leaves, and then he, Yandere looks into the, Yandere Dev looks into the camera and winks. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it's so funny that people, like, but, like, he got so angry at this that, like, now, like, before you could just enter the Discord and then immediately send a message, um, he got so, like, upset that you had to enter the Discord and then they put a little, like, ban- not a- like, a mini-ban on your account for ten minutes. And you can't talk for ten minutes. So people are like, God, how am I gonna, like, <laughs> speedrun this now? And so people are like, okay, the official speedrun begins after the ten minutes. And they create all these funny rules. And it's so funny. Um, I feel like so he did create a game. <laughs> he oh my god, he, you're right. The, the game, game was the friends we made along yeah. the way. So yeah, he made a game. He made a speed run. Oh my gosh, he's the real game was the Discord server. <laughs> um, and then at, finally, like I think the next, like the next thing that went up was like it was now a 24 hour thing, where you had to wait 24 hours before you could send a message, and then. It, people kept doing it because like what like what cost you just had to wait a day so finally i think i'm not caught up but now it costs money to enter his discord server i think you have to be a patreon oh you have to be God. a patreon supporter to enter his discord and you know that doesn't stop some people <laughs> they do it <laughs> <laughs> um yeah yandere dev sucks He's never gonna finish his game. He he's just like a terrible person. Yeah. <laughs> um. He sounds like yeah. He sucks. And I'm so glad I got to introduce this to you guys. I'm. I'm so glad I'm I got so to. You told me. You would have never heard of this. I would have never heard of any of this. <laughs> but yeah. Um. There's a whole oh, world God. I have. Uh. But yeah. Um. That's pretty much it. Um. Okay. I have no oh, questions. Oh, I mean, yeah, do you have questions? I have, you no, have no questions. Qu no, honestly. I, I feel no. very satisfied with what I've heard. Yeah, what do you even, what else is there? <laughs> it's, uh, so uh, I don't do know, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, just break our brain cell, I guess. Brain we cell gone. Wait, no, don't break <sighs> it. We need it for next time. Um, let's just put it away. <laughs> Yeah, we I could. guess we'll put it away. <laughs> we don't need that anymore. We can we find some common domain music to like play over this and be like, I don't know. Yeah, we'll play. We'll play a. We'll play a, a song. We'll figure it out. It's a song. We got, listen, yeah, it's a song. We got the intro figured out really well. I feel like uh 
if the yeah, audience wants really an outro, intro. that's a lot to ask. The intro was a slam The intro was a slam dunk. Yeah. Uh, rave reviews on the intro. People are loving it. Have Critics to, are <laughs> screaming in pain. You're screaming? Is that what he looks like? Is that <laughs> yeah, that's him. That's the worst man I've ever seen. Oh, that's him. I've seen that meme before. Didn't know what it yeah, meant. Yeah, for the listeners at home. Man, I didn't know that was him. We're looking at him. I've seen him. I can't remember. I have too. I thought it was Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> you thought that was Shia LaBeouf? <laughs> <laughs>